0: Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino and what a year it has been. What a year it is only March, but what a year. I hope I hope you're all staying safe and healthy and sane and I hope I can take your mind off of everything that's going on in the world for a brief moment in time while you listen to this podcast. I do also just want to say that I know everything that's going on in the world in the news. It's very anxiety inducing, so I hope you're all taking care of your mental health, finding things to do that make you happy. Uh, calling a friend, FaceTiming with a family member, whatever it is you got to do to keep yourself happy. Maybe not FaceTiming with a family member would make you happy. Whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do. I hope that this podcast can take your mind off things for a brief moment. Uh, we are going to talk about the real houses of Atlanta. Also, I was doing live shows last week. So I did a live show in Dallas and Atlanta. Thank you to everyone who came out. It was so much fun. I also had special guests at those live shows. So at the Dallas show, I had Carrie and Mark Duber from The Real Houses of Dallas. And then also at the Atlanta show, I interviewed Mark from Love is Blind on Netflix. And he told me about the show, what he was thinking while Jessica was feeding the dog wine. I mean, we talked about it all. So I'm going to play those interviews in just a bit. Uh, Before I do, I want to do a little detour. So we got to take a little, a little maybe mental health detour here. Now Earlier in the year, I told you guys I had my appendix removed. So I had surgery. And after I had the appendix removed, I wasn't able to exercise. I had to slowly start walking and building up my walks. And so as I was doing that, I was downloading a lot of audiobooks. And one of the audiobooks that was recommended by my mother was Hoda Kotb. So Queen Icon Legend Hoda Kotb from the fourth hour of today, <laughs> previously with uh, Kathy Lee Gifford.
3: Everyone has a story.
0: Uh, Hoda came out with a book called I Really Needed This Today. It's called I Really Needed This Today. And my mom had told me she got it for Christmas. She said, Dan, you got to read this book. It's inspiring. Dan, you got to pick it up. It's so good. It's inspiring. And so I thought one day when I was taking my walk, I would download it. It was like a, a free download on my, kind- or, um, on my Audible app. So I decided to listen to it sort of as a joke. And then I would find myself on walks just like weeping because the book is broken up into chapters. Each chapter is a day throughout the year. Okay. It's a day throughout the year. So I was listening to the audio book where Hoda narrates. So she would come on and say she'd say February 6th. Uh, and then she would give a famous quote. So she'd say February 6th. Why does the cage bird sing? Maya Angelou. And then Hoda would go on to explain how, like that Maya Angelou quote, r- reflected on in her life, and how she took that quote and how she lived it or something. Do you know what I'm saying? And there's this like very dramatic, cheesy like music that plays in the background. And they would be a lot of very serious quotes, and it would be something like <laughs> she'd say April 11th. They can put the chains on your body. Never let them put the chains on your mind. Kunta kinte. And then she'd say, when I started at the Today Show, I had chains holding me back, and I had to get in that host chair, and I had to release the chains. You know, like it would be something very serious, dramatic, like a um, by like a philosopher or a serious a prophet quote or something like that. And then the next one would be something like April 12th. Let's party. Ruthie from the real world Hawaii. And she'd say, when I was uh, 18 years old, I partied in college or whatever. She'd go on to say it. So it would be, it fluctuate between these like, very, very serious quotes and then something light and fluffy. Uh, here's an example of like one of the lighter ones.
1: March 19th. Spring is nature's way of saying, let's party. Robin Williams. Yes, I love that feeling of sun rays kissing my exposed skin for the first time in months. Let's get this party started, spring.
0: So I'd be listening to these, and some of them I would again be weeping because they'd be so prophetic and so they would touch my heart. And then all of a sudden she'd be like, April twenty-sixth, let's roll over, baby. Megan Trainer's dad. And
1: I swear to God, guys.
0: I swear to God. I'm not even making this up. There was one that she like literally quoted Megan Trainor's dad. Like, that's not even, I'm not making that up. Like, there was one, I don't remember what the date was, but I swear I sh- I was like hearing the quote. It was like a st- stupid quote. <laughs> and she gives the date. There's this dramatic music in the background. And then she just goes, Megan Trainor's dad. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, did I hear that wrong? I'd be on my walks. And I'm like, what the fuck did she just say? <laughs> I mean, I realized she's got to fill up 365 days in this book. I mean, there's a chapter for every day of the year, but it just was so funny because someone would be so serious and she would tell a story about like being in the hospital or, or somebody passing away or something. And then she would give like a Kathy Lee Gifford quote that, I mean, it's wild. Trishelle from The Real World, like she... Oh my god, you guys. It made me laugh. But it's also very inspirational. So I encourage you all right now, especially during these dark times, like go download the audiobook. You'll get some wisdom. You'll get some laughs. And I swear you'll you'll find it very inspirational and you'll find it healing. And you'll also find it so fucking ridiculous and so insane. Uh, and I know it's a book for definitely like older ladies. Like I understand that. And that's Quite frankly, like, that's the kind of stuff I love the most Is, like, something that's targeted towards, like, a 70-plus woman demographic I think that's, like, right where I land um, So I really like it Maybe some of you find it too cheesy But if you're finding yourself needing something to inspire you Or to get through you through these dark times Go listen to Coda uh, Kotb's audiobook <laughs> October 11th Never give up Patricia Heaton June 4th I love the rain Laura Lee from Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> you guys got to listen to it. Just please go listen to it. You'll, you'll love it. Anyway, we have to talk briefly about The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and then I'm going to play those interviews. So we're in the Greece. We're in Greece. We're in Greece and Atlanta, and I'm loving the trip. I think uh, Atlanta Housewives have really stepped it up lately. I'm loving them on this vacation. I love that there's cats everywhere. Every time we see a cat, Nini's just like, I don't want that cat, honey. Get that cat away from me, honey. I love it. I love it. Get that cat away from me, child. And they just show the cats when they were at the dinner outside in this week's episode. It was so funny. The cat like came by Nini's legs and she's like, "Ooh, ah, get that cat away from me, child." <laughs> the cats, and then there was a dog. Just like, "Ooh, now Lassie coming now. Now Lassie coming here." I loved I loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. There was a lot of shadiness from Kenya, despite everything that Kenya is going through. She still is able to find some shadiness in her to throw at her friend, Cynthia. She keeps asking Cynthia about wine, and Cynthia knows nothing about wine. Cynthia knows not a thing about wine, and Kenya is just going in on her. It's so shady. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Portia, in her confessional, said something like, Cynthia is like the three blind mice. She doesn't see Kenya throwing, (laughs) reading her. Oh, you guys, it's good. It's good. When they were smashing uh, smashing the plates on the floor at the restaurant, I was like living. I felt like I was living for the first time. I was so happy when they were just throwing those plates down. Tanya's got such a good energy too. Whenever we're in a group scene with Tanya and she's just smiling and laughing and happy, it seems like it makes everyone else smile and laugh and be happy. I just, I, I really like it. I really like it. And they broke the fourth wall this week when Kenya was in her confessional. The producer asked, why are you throwing all this shade to Cynthia about the wine? Like, why do you keep asking her. And Kenya goes, who the fuck is writing these questions? She says, I'm about to walk out. And look, here's the thing. These housewives don't know that they're going to show that footage. The producers are slowly breaking the fourth wall and showing us this footage that they would normally never show us. And I like that they showed it to us, and I would want them to keep doing it more. And they're going to throw these housewives under the bus, and we're going to see which of the housewives across all these franchises treat the producers poorly and who doesn't. I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about it. Now the main event, uh the main event this week is the ruins party. Now I love how everyone was dressed differently for this. Some of them were dressed for like a house party, a frat party. I mean, Marlo and Portia and Cynthia were dressed for a completely different occasion than Tanya was. I mean, it was just totally bizarre. And it seemed like this was gonna be like one of those peacemaker events, but then all hell broke loose. And Nini and Kenya just began fighting. Nini called her a negative Betty, and then they were, like, arguing over who's more negative. And then they started saying each other were bipolar, and they were arguing over who's more bipolar. And I think Nini said, bipolar Kenya, go get your medication. That's why your husband left, bitch, because you're bipolar. Now, I thought this was too far. I thought this was way too far of Nini. Now, I normally like when they're arguing, but this was just, like, a little bit too below the belt, if you ask me. And Nini said, Mark is twirling out of his marriage with that nose ring, she said in her confessional. And Nini, I get that she hates Kenya. And I think Kenya does definitely push Nini's buttons. And she, I, Nini or Kenya asks for some of it, right? Like, I think all of that button pushing that Kenya does is asking for someone to fight with her. And I think that's ultimately what Kenya wants. She wants the fights with people because she gets to stay on the show and she has a big storyline. But then when somebody does, you know... Nini took it a little too far. She took it too far. I don't know. And then meanwhile, like, Marlo was the only one who was like, let them vent it out. Like, Marlo wanted them to keep fighting. And everyone else was trying to, uh, trying to settle it down. Portia's like, everyone calm down. And Portia had just made up with Nini. So, of course, Portia wanted to keep the peace. And Marlo's like, let them do it. Let him vent. And I was like, oh, I love Marlo. I love Marlo, and I want her to get a peach. I'm a little concerned that if Marlo gets the peach, then she might not be as good on the show, right? Because she's so fantastic in these little doses that we get with her. But uh, I feel like she's earned a peach, and I hope maybe next season. We'll see. We'll see. But they end uh, with Nini sort of like fake spitting at Kenya, and I'm very curious to see what happens next week. I hate that they did it to be continued, but I, I think Atlanta's just been fantastic. Especially during these dark times, it's been so nice to just hop in Atlanta and see him throw in some plates. I was so happy. Even when Candy said she like collect, it had a throwaway line that she said she collected magnets everywhere she went. I was like, you know what? I'm happy right now. I'm happy. By the way, did you guys see Candy's on The Mass Singer? I, know, I know, Spoiler alert. I don't watch The Mass Singer, but I did see a clip online of someone singing that shot through the heart and you're to blame. You know, the Bon Jovi song. And... It's Candy. You can tell by the voice. It's 100% Candy. And I just would like to applaud Candy. She's always getting that paycheck. And I love that about Candy. And I love that she's in a singing competition. Does she look ridiculous? I think everyone on that show, The Masked Singer, looks ridiculous. And I truly believe in uh, three months or a year, we're going to look back at The Masked Singer and we're going to say, what the fuck was that? What? What's going on there? Why were we all doing that? Why was that a thing? Um, But for now, it's a thing. And it's helping people. I don't know entertaining people at this hour. But it's very bizarre. And everything that those people are forced to wear, it's very troubling. And maybe it won't be looked back on so fondly as it is present day. But it is Candy. I'm 100% sure of it. I've never been so sure of something in my life. I know the sound of Candy's voice better than the, I know the sound of my own voice. Remember, she was singing, I fly above all the haters. She, ah. Uh, Love my candy. Anyway, that's the episode of Atlanta. I wanted to keep it short so I can get to these interviews. So please enjoy my chats with Carrie and Mark Duber from The Real Houses of Dallas and Mark from Love is Blind. I'll be back later this week with the Vanderpump Rules recap. And I'm going to try to do a Patreon episode. And I want to keep you guys entertained because we're all going to be stuck inside, at least for this week. So let's uh, try to entertain ourselves. And I'll try to entertain you. I love you all so much for listening. I will leave you with these chats. one more thing. We have some business to get out of the way. I do want to mention that the three upcoming live shows are going to be rescheduled. I'm sorry, I don't have the specific information quite yet. I'm trying to get some new dates, but I apologize. Unfortunately, we all have to stay safe, stay healthy, and stay a little bit isolated. So those three shows will be rescheduled, and I'll let you know as soon as I have more information. Thank you so much for understanding. Uh, In the meantime, we had gotten a bunch of merch that we were selling at the live shows. Unfortunately, because those live shows aren't happening as scheduled, uh, we have a bunch of t-shirts, tour shirts, and all sorts of stuff that we're putting up for sale. So if you want to get any of that stuff, you can go to everythingiconic.store everythingiconic.store. We have, again, t-shirts. We have pop sockets that say Queen Icon Legend. We have wine glasses. You can get a fancy AF signed cocktail book, all sorts of stuff at everythingiconic.store. I'm also going to be doing a bonus episode on Patreon. So if you want access to those bonus episodes, go to patreon.com everythingiconic click become a patron and if you donate $4 more per month you get the bonus episodes I'm doing one a month more importantly you help support this show so uh, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny I will uh, leave you with this interview with Mark and Carrie Duber from the Real Houses of Dallas yeah, 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 yeah. I, we were talking about Thank this you. backstage but I was saying that I think you were very much the connector and What I feel like happened is you left and the whole show went to shit.
2: You went to (laughs) shit? When to shit.
0: Now, I connected the dots and I thought, wait a minute. Um, I w- do you feel like you were a little bit of a connector on the cast?
2: You know what's funny? I, Definitely I, the bridge. Yeah, I, I cast most of the girls because most of the girls were my friends. Um,
3: what do you mean you cast? Well, most? I
2: mean, like Cameron and Carrie. The ones who
3: brought on in subsequent seasons, she was connected to every one of them.
2: They were my friends. And so it, now it's just like a random group of people who don't really know each other that well. And I feel like that that doesn't that doesn't play. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, if I know somebody for a really long time, like, I got all kinds of shit on them, right? But not just that, but you know who they are. You know to how to connect with them. You know how to uh,
0: push their buttons.
2: Push their buttons, but also, like, have real conversations that are deep. You weren't and that meaningful. much of a button
3: pusher, though. You were like, no. you put the stop on a lot of people. Yeah, I which, think which, that's why you that's got That's why I got canned. The
2: <laughs> They're like, ah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> She's saying too much, you know, she's like, calm down, calm down, don't fucking kill her. And
1: but we so. need,
0: we need the connector, and I think that audiences can tell when something's in, inauthentic, or the relationships, rather, are inauthentic. Yeah. We're yeah. feeling that on a lot of the shows right now, right? Like, the um, Dallas last season felt to me like that, I think Vanderpump Rules, a lot of the shows... Um, I feel like we, we lose the authenticity. Now, Carrie, do you keep in touch with any of the gals? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I saw Cam... We, we had, we had uh, dinner with Cameron Cam and Cam and on Ford. Friday night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wait, so. you were with Cameron, I think I have on the screen. This was...
2: Oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah. This
0: was
3: from the other night. This, Th- was, this was at our private school fundraiser. We, we have kids at yeah, the kids. same school. Our kids
2: go to the same school. We did, like, an 80s theme. I think you probably saw that dress, because I think I wore it to, like... Uh maybe Lance Bachelorette party, I think. Uh and I got home like literally from Aspen like ten minutes before this fundraiser and I threw that on since some shit I bought on Amazon and called it a day and I was like, This is eighties. And so that was it.
0: So they weren't no one was filming, right? No, no, no. Okay. I
2: mean, no.
0: So would you would you ever go back or are you interested in going back or what's that?
2: You know what? I actually right now I would not go back with the cast the way that it is. Okay. I wouldn't.
0: Why say that or expand? Because you hate Um, them all?
2: No, no, no. (laughs) No, I don't hate them all. No, you know what? I have But you hate some of them? Yeah, I fucking hate some of them. Yeah, I I think some of them are sucky pieces of shit. Sure. Yeah, but I mean.
0: Oh, they want to know who. We want to know who, right? Yeah.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Okay, we want to know who. (laughs) No.
2: No, you know what?
3: Switzerland right here says no. Switzerland says
2: no. I mean, I love Cam. I, she's one of my good friends. Carrie, I cast. I, I, I haven't really talked to her that let much Let's just leave
0: it right there. Yeah. Wait, I'm confused about Carrie. So the new Carrie, you, she was your connection. She, she was. And they even had said that on the show, which was yes. confusing to me. Because it was like, oh, this is Carrie's friend. But then you weren't on the show. And it was like, well, why are we introducing
2: yeah, someone to your friend? It's weird, friend? isn't it? Yeah. So how
0: did you know the new Carrie? Oh, that's a really good story. <laughs>
2: you want to tell it? You tell it. He tells a great story. Tell the story.
0: We'll
3: be the judge of that. Well, how many times were you married?
2: I mean, three. You're my third marriage. Third time's a charm, ladies. Third time's a charm.
3: How many of your weddings was I at? Two. Wait, Mark, you were at her other wedding. He was at
2: my second wedding. Well, she And for he's me. my third. She worked
3: for me. He, he was And my that's boss. where I met I met Carrie at that wedding.
2: That's where the homewrecker bullshit comes from. Okay. Which is not okay. true at all.
3: Okay. But Yeah, no, not true. But
2: I I, I met, Okay, so my stepdaughter was literally my 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 yeah, flower girl. Yeah, My daughter was, my was a second... flower
3: girl at that wedding.
2: Yeah.
0: You know she, what I'm gonna say here? You know what here's what I'm gonna oh. say. People are asking, oh. Okay, let's talk
3: that's you know, where the Carrie connection comes from, though. Wait, Mark. Just hold on a second. I'm gonna say this.
2: Everyone has a story.
0: Everyone has a story. This is their story.
2: It's our story. It's a love story. Okay, really. so wait. Go back. Really. Um,
0: go back to the Carrie, new Carrie.
2: Okay, so actually, he's telling it like shit. So the new, the new Carrie, <laughs> new Carrie and I were friends for 15 years. We were friends through my my previous husband that I was married to for like literally three weeks. Might have been three months. Whatever. Got it annulled. It was, he was so like,
3: her husband was best friends with that guy.
2: Yeah, with her husband. And Eduardo. now who do
3: they hang out with? Okay, Us.
2: Us. <laughs> yeah. We got them in the divorce. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we were good people.
0: Interesting, interesting. Now, on the show, Mark, you had dealt with some gay rumors.
2: Yes. And I
0: thought, I know the boys who did it. <laughs> I don't
3: really know the boys who did it. Are you any know, of the boys who did it here? Anyone? For, for, for the record, for the record, I actually have been to the Roundup once. Yeah. I was uh, with them. In fact, I've actually been there twice now, but the first time that I went... <laughs> the, fir- the first When time, was the other time? With, uh, with the boys no, who did it. The, fir- <laughs> the first time that I went to the Roundup was actually that season that that whole thing went down. Mm-hmm. And we, after that after season wrapped... After your fight wrapped, with after that the, night? No, after the season wrapped... The producer said, Hey, let's go out. And they're like, We're going to go to the roundup. And you grabbed me and you said, Let's go down there. And oh, then we was went down there for about 10 minutes. And then we had to go back because you left your cell phone yeah. there. No, that I left my cell phone I at the filming. went there.
2: Yeah. I left my As cell phone. That's the first time I ever I went
3: phone. there. Now, Subsequently, we had some very good friends. So, did you ever find out who the boys who did it that Leanne was referring no. to? No. you guys, I've been
2: looking for town. Like, were there specific
3: boys? Actually, one of my employees ha- uh, has a uh, used to have a jewelry store that bordered the Roundup, and he said, "Trust me, I've been there many times. There's no way anything could g- go down in one of the men's rooms there and it work out." So, you know, the whole story obviously is ridiculous. I don't know. No. Too small.
0: I doll- heard that too. Yeah. I heard it was too small. Too small. I- if you're, you're gonna what?
2: get your dick sucked, you go to the tin room. Am I right? Like. <laughs> Everyone doesn't. Let's be real, like the fucking roundup ain't where it's at. Like you go there to watch people country dance and like do the two step and they look all weird, but like you're not getting your dick sucked.
0: I mean, we could talk about dick sucking all night, but I feel like we gotta move on, right? So I mean, what's the relationship like with Leanne now? Like after all of that stuff, we, I know, the Leanne had. A, uh, I know, right? Okay,
2: okay, let me, let me, okay, I, I wanna say actually, I, I think that if, you want to hold on to bad shit in life; it just it, it, it pulls you down. So for me, I, I I handled it with grace and integrity, and I, I let it go. And you know what? That, that has served me. And I think that in life, you need to do what's best for yourself, and also your family and your children. And 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 we have kids. And and I wanna I wanna show my daughter. You know, if she ever sees this shit, like, she's going to Google me, right? She's seven. I have to know that in my heart of hearts, she's going to think, you know what? My mom's a badass. And and she she forg- she forgave someone. And that's a really hard thing to do. And um, I think forgiveness is everything. That's and so, nice. you know, we we have a good relationship now. Um, to be honest, the gay thing, I think, was started by Brandy, to be real clear. Tell me this. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. He's gonna be. He's gonna be pissed. He's like, stop giving all the dirt. But I just Switzerland. don't. I just don't give a shit anymore. Um, so that's where I'm at. Um, right.
3: Mention it all. That's right. The opinion tonight is not the opinion of the producers.
2: It's, no. no, this is
0: just Carrie's opinion. This is and my opinion. Okay, so wait. Tell us about Brandy. Um, What's
2: okay? Well, you know, if you guys watched that season, like, Brandy was in the car with Leanne on their way to the surgery center where Leanne got her botched tits done, and <laughs> by the OBGYN. But now we said it. <laughs> and I told her, I'm like, "Girl, let me fix them. Like, we will do it. Yeah. Whatever. Anyhow, because I'm a good person." Um.
0: So Brandy is in the car ride
2: Brandy with Brandy is Lan. on the car ride, and she is literally, like, egging her on, I think. You know, you'd only see what you see. I-, I wasn't there, but I feel like that didn't just come out of thin air. Right. So you hate Brandy? No. No, no. I gotta tell you, I don't hate anyone. I don't hate anyone. I, I wish her well and her dead bunny and whatever the fuck else. I... I- <laughs> It's a, it's a thin storyline, but yeah. Wow, wow. But now we said it. <laughs> My husband's okay, going kill me. Okay, uh, Carrie, I have a question for
0: you. You were spotted at Bethany's birthday party. Yeah. What's this? This shocked myself. I was going to say say shocked the world, but it was basically just us that it shocked me. Um, it shocked 27 people. No, no. There are at least three hundred people. Four hundred. We sold out tonight, guys. Right. Hey. Okay, but what's the relationship with Bethany? How do you guys know each other? You know other?
2: what? We actually, it's not through Bravo or anything. It's it's through a mutual friend. Um, we have a mutual friend, and we were happen to be in New York. I flew up there for an event, for a fashion event. And
3: again in Aspen.
2: Yeah, and in Aspen too. Yeah, I saw her. We went snowboarding. She snowboards, I ski. But um, yeah, we just we just had a birthday party for. Her.
0: Is there something you could tell us about Bethany that we might not know?
2: Uh, you know what? I really like her. I, I think she's a really cool chick and she's a boss bitch. Yeah. I mean, you already know that. I mean, I would think. I mean, I think it, it, what you see is what you get with her, and I really appreciate that she's upfront and honest and just doesn't bullshit. Which, no. you know, I'm from the East Coast, so like that. Wait, that you're to from me, Ohio? I mean, I'm. Oh, Hazel, my nizzle. <laughs> Wait, but because wait, we're from the, uh, okay. near each other. Well, I'm from Connecticut and then Ohio.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay.
2: You're, you went. You went to Kent State.
0: I went to Kent State. Can't yes. read,
2: can't write, Kent State.
0: <laughs> How dare you, Carrie?
2: Journalism major too. I like that. I was guys. a
0: journalism. Major.
2: Yes, you were. <laughs> you know what, Carrie?
0: That's I a wrap on love Carrie and Mark. I no, I God love damn you. it. I love you. I'm kidding. No, actually,
2: um, my, my family is full of the Buckeyes. Um,
0: uh, back to Bethany. Yeah. Um, oh. Now, you said you went on the slopes with her, and I'm just picturing on her spinoff, she had that snowboard that had the merch thing all over it. Did she have a snowboard with skinny girl on it?
2: Yes. Yes, she did. To she, me, that's an
0: exclusive.
2: She does. No, it, it, she does have her snowboard. I actually commented on it because I thought it was cool. I was like, oh. It has skinny girl. It's really cute.
0: That's good to know. My now, skis
2: are not, you know, they're Swiss. They don't say boobs by doobs or anything. Steckly. You need to get one. You need to right? get the skis to say that. Boobs by doobs. Skis. Okay, so
0: also you dated. Um, I didn't know this, but you had dated Derek. Excuse me, Mark. I apologize for asking Bye. this. In front I am of you. not
3: the jealous type.
0: Go but you for dated it. Lance Armstrong and then Derek Jeter. Yeah! What? Um, well, first of all, were there any other athletes or famous people that you dated that we might know?
2: Uh, yeah, there was a
0: list.
3: <laughs> Wait, who, tell me the list. Uh, what sports have you not dipped into?
2: Um, basketball, because they're too tall.
3: Oh no, I like a tall man.
2: Yeah, I like tall, but like that's excessive. Like sure. I dated an offensive lineman six eight, but he was like big and like. 300 pounds i'm okay with it Mm. how
3: small do i feel right now
2: (laughs) he met him he had him over for cocktails one night any guy's a monster that's how much we love each other like we're fucked up like that like we i'm like he's like have your ex-boyfriend over who's six foot eight and 300 pounds and play for the cowboys okay
0: now as a gay man i don't know much about athletes um so i would just like to wonder you
2: probably should i I know
0: do you know did you date any actors or musicians
2: no, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I
0: mean, well, I do know that Derek Jeter dated Mariah Carey, so that's something.
2: I saw. I actually ran into one of them last weekend in Aspen. Who?
0: Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey.
2: No, but she, no, he has one ball. I've,
0: oh, you ran into Lance Armstrong?
2: Y'all, I have not seen him in 15 years. What
3: was it like?
2: I was like.
3: How good did you look?
2: Amazing. Okay, ladies, ladies in the audience. Okay, when you pay, like I was a little pit. I was staying at my girlfriend's house. She's like a really really wealthy lady. And and so she had someone come and do her hair, and I was like, "Okay, I'll have her do my hair." And it was a blowout. It was like 200 bucks. And I was like, "Damn." Like 100, 150, you know, whatever. Paid the 200 bucks, whatever. Go out and then I run into my ex-boyfriend. I have never been so happy. To have paid $200 for a blowout
0: sometimes you need it you know i saw lance armstrong's uh do you guys watch the architectural digest you know the home tours i'm like obsessed with them and i saw his and his house looked awful (laughs) really it just i mean it was a nice big house but it just like was not my style at all did he have bad interior design style you know
2: i didn't really look at the interior design yeah that wasn't like my deal
0: There you have it. Uh, What did you learn about dating athletes in particular? Because I'm always so fascinated by this. Like, is there something you learn? Like, are they always not monogamous? Or is there one thing that you, of course they're not monogamous. No,
2: I mean, (laughs) no, they're not monogamous generally. Yeah. I wouldn't say. But I mean, I mean, they're, you know, they're a lot of fun when you're in your 20s. Right. Get that deck and get out. Yeah. That's what I did. No. Get in, get out. It was fun. I had a blast, and it was good sex.
0: Okay, so tell me, you guys, are you filming something now? What's We saw online yeah. you're filming something. What are you filming? What's happening Okay, next?
2: so my girlfriend Candace Hines and I are doing like a little... We love Candace. Oh, I love her too. She's amazing. Um, so her and I are doing like a fun little YouTube series just for shits and giggles, just to entertain you guys. And it's hilarious. It's just for fun. And then I'm working on Plump It Up, Um, And I can't really say too, too much because that's, like, on its way. It takes a while to create a show, apparently. When you have a day job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And tell me about the
3: practice, Mark. Uh, tell me about what's going on. I mean, the practice is awesome. You know, the uh, we were talking backstage about the laser center, and the laser center kind of started as a goof to have a storyline for a season story two. <laughs> and I'm like, the only way that I'm gonna let you play that storyline is if you really get your ass in there and run something, and then I'm gonna go with it. And she wait, so can that, I just back up? So
0: you, the the laser center started because. Carrie needed a storyline for season two. I just want and to explain that. I didn't that. want it
2: to be that he gets his dick sucked at the round. I up. mean,
3: uh, it was sorta in the works, but sure. then you know, yeah, it was. It was like for her story, and then she, she ran it. And well, it's I like didn't. if I had to run it, it probably would have been a little half-assed thing because, you know. But she's a boss bitch yeah. there. You know, she's turned it into a monster. Thank
2: you guys, thank you.
3: A monster.
2: I feel like... And, you know, that's a great takeaway from Housewives, too, because, I mean, you know, I, I learned how to be a bitch.
3: <laughs> well,
0: well, there I you mean, have it, folks. I,
2: I mean, learn... <laughs> I learned how to stand she up. She learned how health. to be
0: a boss. Leave the, the important word in that sentence is boss. Do you guys know anything about next season of Dallas? Like, have you heard any rumblings or anything?
2: I mean, I think it's happening. I yeah. think it's happening. I mean, the ratings were shit last year, but I, I think that they're. I think that they're. They're trying. To... I think
0: they cut the budget last season because yeah, you guys noticed there was only a couple confessional looks from every person. I think they like really cut the budget. The same yeah. intro, yeah. like there were just some budgetary cuts. Yeah. Anyway, Karen Mark, thank you so much for Thanks coming for to this having show. having Thanks, you guys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash everything iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash everything iconic. That's one month for just $1 at Shopify.com slash Everything Iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash Everything Iconic. And now please enjoy my chat with Mark from Love is Blind. As you can imagine, we just sort of cut right into the interview because all the clapping and everything was a little loud. So I cut that out at the beginning. So that's why these interviews are just cutting to the chase. You know, when I want to make it easy on the ears for you guys. I love you all so much for listening. I will
1: say goodbye to you now. Please
0: enjoy this chat. First of all, what's it been like watching this show sort of blow up?
1: Um, none of us expected this at all, first off. I think all of us were just kind of like the experience. Even when we showed up to shoot, it's like this rink dink kind of van picked us up. And we're just kind of like, oh, uh, is this uh, actual production? Or is this going to be on like a big show? So we waited a whole year and a half for it to even come out. That none You of guys us...
0: filmed it in 2018.
1: 2018. October 1st of 2018 was the first day of filming. So waiting a year and a half for any of this to come out and seeing it over again is kind of like this, oh, wow. Like, kind of like PTSD. You go through it again and you're like, oh, that's what happened. Okay. So now, yeah, none of us expected that. Was
0: there a reason or do you guys have any insight as to why Netflix held off airing it?
1: Um, I mean, it was, it's the first season of its kind, right? And so I think they had so much to edit. There was so much content to put into 10 episodes that they filmed. I mean, it was eight weeks total, but they're with you all day, every day. Sorry, it's a little high right there. But all day, every day. Like I felt that day. one in my film. All day. <laughs> in case anybody was wondering. Like,
0: <laughs> uh, so did you really fell in love with Jessica. It wasn't a hoax?
1: It wasn't a hoax. Okay. Um, I will say this. There are a lot of things in the pods that they didn't grab. Um, we didn't just connect because we're both from Chicago and we like golden retrievers. Like, we connected on a deeper level um, because of family. You know, for myself, we we had one of the days where we had to give a gift, and one of the gifts that I gave was uh, my grandmother's bracelet. And for my grandmother I had passed away a year and a half before the show. Um, and no, and 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 you know, beautiful woman lived till 94. So tough, tough as nails. Yeah. Uh, loved loved her to death. We were like best friends. And so you know, after that, for me to like kind of give that to someone. It was like allowing her to be a part of my family. And so, for me, like we connected on so many deeper levels than just that. I mean, I totally understand. It's so much content to put in, but yeah, it, we connected on a deeper level. Than
0: that. I wish they would have spread it out a little bit more. Although I did love how fast it moved. It, did, it felt like we missed a <laughs> Day two,
1: proposing, all right, yeah. let's go.
0: <laughs> I was telling him backstage, like, doesn't it feel like it's hard to watch like The Bachelor now because it feels like it just moves so slow? It's like, love is blind, like now I'm used to that speed, so I'm not, I'm not interested in anything else. I needed to move fast. Slow
1: and steady is overrated, right? Right.
0: <laughs> now, have you been paying attention to all the celebrities that have been obsessed with this? I saw
1: Gwyneth Paltrow had like been talking about yeah, it. Uh, Kim Kardashian had commented about it. Uh, she's like, finally, I'll, I'll watch it. And I'm like, wow, we were really making something here then. I'm like, it's like wild. all these other celebrities are watching. It's pretty crazy. So uh, tell me about filming in the pods. Like, was that awkward at first, or was it like... I'm not going to lie. My first two dates were... Um, it's not that, that we just didn't connect, I'll say that. Like, it was just very... Unc- and it's very nerve-wracking. Like, right before you're about to walk in, you're, like, shaking a little bit. You're looking at the number above the door, and you're kind of just like, oh, I wonder what's about to happen. You walk in, and you kind of get relaxed because it's this couch with a little wine bar with little wine shooters that you're just kind of like... Uh, to ease the nervousness, right? And then you, get, you don't realize how comfortable you get so fast. And the second you hear someone's voice, you're just like, oh, okay. So there's someone else on the other side, right? Did, and, oh, did they encourage you to kind of dress up in the pods? Because I would have looked
0: like I was, right? Like I would have been in my pajamas.
1: I, I hope everybody liked the outfits. Like they are like, you need to bring X amount of outfits. I think I brought like two or three extra that I'm just like, I don't know. I'm going to be on TV, so I might as well look the part. Like look right. That's true. So where do you stand with Jessica now? Oh, uh, we're good. We're good. As, you know, as good as someone can be going through with some, like this was such an intense experience that like we were both going through like <laughs> we were both going through. It was crazy. All right? It was crazy. And, you know, all is forgiven because I think everybody in our life is here to teach us something, um, whether good or bad. I think every relationship we've all been the hopeless romantic that gave everything and that person didn't reciprocate it back. So I think deep down, like, I thank her for everything, because even now, I'm more introspective than I've ever been, and I know exactly what I want, know how to set boundaries, and I'm super thankful. So even at the reunion, I'm like, no hard feelings. Like, I really appreciate all that we went through. So. I know, isn't he the sweetest? Now, Mark, there's something that... there was something I was very
0: upset that we didn't cover at the reunion, <laughs> and I just want us all to just... We got to talk about the dog wine.
1: Oh, man. Uh, you know... What was going through your head when
0: she just casually gave the dog wine. I think That's when I got hooked, by the way. That was when I was like, what the fuck's going on? I need to watch every minute of this show because the woman just casually gave a dog wine. And I think she said, like, under her breath, she's like, he
1: likes wine. I don't blame him for that, but I'm not sure that we need to be giving the dog wine. Honestly, uh, during, like, when we were, that scene, um, I was getting grilled, I don't know if anybody remembers, I was getting grilled with questions about my age the whole time. So I was kind of just like focused on those kind of questions because it was one after another after another. I kinda saw it at the corner of my eye, but it's weird that like seeing it back, you're just like, oh shit, that's what happened. I was like, oh, like that's what happened. You didn't even blink twice when she I was was just like, all right, here we go. All right, next question. All right, all right. Anyways, there's a dog. Okay, next question.
0: Now, I know the, the show had been uh, it had been held off for like a year, but I wonder what it was like watching it back and seeing her with Barnett. Like, did you...
1: Right? It was That would, would have been tough to watch. You know, I think...
0: Were you pissed at Barnett?
1: No. So, funny thing, me and Barnett were actually roommates during the experience, like when we first started out in the pods. And so... I helped him get through a lot of like decision making that he had with Lauren and or, or LC, sorry, LC and um Amber and like he was talking to me about Jess like after the pods we didn't even know like when we rewatched it we were like we didn't even know this ha- I didn't even know this happened. Yeah. So rewatching it I'm just kind of like oh like you know what I mean let's, let's this kind of thing granted I was already kind of over the whole thing but you rewatch and you're like damn I wish we could have talked about it, that could have been something that we could have like another obstacle, right but again, everything happens for a reason so we're producers feeding her wine because it <laughs> seemed like it seemed like someone was. I will right? like, say, the alcohol consumption was, like, here and the first day of the show. And, like, day three, everyone gets emotional. And we're all like, I'm so sorry, man. I love you, bro. Like, oh. So, like, it was, like, here. And I think some people either stayed at that track. She seemed so.
0: always drunk. And she seemed to always be mentioning how old the, the the difference in age was. So, I'm 26 now, in case anybody's wondering. So. <laughs> Mark, are you dating anyone now? I'm not. I'm single.
1: So... And what do you have a type or? or it, it, um, no. I just to be honest, it's just someone that you know. Can what? What was that? Thirty-one. You want? Do uh, you want kids? Do you want? How many kids do I want? No. Do it? you want kids? Do I want kids? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do want kids. Um, are I've, are you interested in like settling down now? Uh, right now I'm just focused on like my career and what I want to do right now. So I'm trying to figure it. I'm trying to navigate this whole thing of like the show so if now granted I'm not going to deny someone if we do have a connection I'm like all right, let's do this like as long as we can do it together like let's rock and roll
0: I feel like your DM's are probably crowded
1: (laughs) um you know I'm not the type of dude that gets like enthralled with all that stuff like I just moving forward I mean there are like it is kind of cool to see like a couple people pop up and you're like oh hey like you know the blue check marks that are sliding in so right Right. now there was uh, something that came to light yeah there was something
0: that came to light on the show recently. It was like an editing discrepancy where Giannina, she had a mud stain and then she didn't have a mud stain. Do you know what I'm talking
1: about? Um, yeah. Was there reshoots? What was going on? No, so I, funny thing, like I had heard all that went down, and but I'd never seen it. So when it all went down and I saw her fall, I was like, oh no, like that that was like one of the craziest things that we had seen like in the show. And so editing wise, like, I don't, we didn't do any like reshoot. That might have been like after. So there were no
0: reshoots? No. Now I have this theory that Nick and Vanessa, who were the hosts, (laughs) I feel very strongly that they were added in post. And I
1: stand by that theory. Were they added in post? Were they, or were they around the whole filming? So believe it or not, again, same thing that it goes to, like, there was so much content. Like, Nick actually helped out the guys. From what I, what I said, like, on our side, he helped us out a lot. Like, I sat down with him on the couch a couple times. I'm like, bro, this thing is getting crazy. Like, I don't know how to, like, handle all this. Like, I'm getting emotional. Like, he's getting emotional. So, like, and even on the wedding Did he days, talk about Jessica? <laughs> no. <laughs> My Jessica or, like, no that Jessica. No, not your Jessica. Oh, okay, okay. Jessica. Our <laughs> Jessica. He talked about a the Jessica. It was, Jessica. <laughs> They're both blonde, so I kind of tried to figure out which one it was. So, no, um, even on the wedding day, though, like in the groomsmen room, he was there and like, like hyped us up. And I can't believe they didn't show them yeah, on the wedding and, days. You know, again, it's, I don't think the producers knew how this was going to go, essentially. I don't even think they thought anybody was going to get engaged, personally. I think the amount of people that got engaged like, was like a huge shock to them. Right. They were just like, oh, well fine, we'll just do it. And then like, that, I think that's what cut down their screen time with Nick and Vanessa.
0: And you guys had a reunion. Um, the reunion yeah. filmed much later, right? It was like- yes, It
1: was okay. about two and a half weeks ago,
0: two and a half weeks ago. And I was upset. I wanted more out of the reunion, right? Like I, I felt like, how did they not ask about the dog wine? I thought like, what? Like what was going on there? Um, but so was it a quick reunion filming? Was it short? What, what, what? Um,
1: I mean, sh- it definitely wasn't short. We were there for about four hours, I think, four or five hours of just like straight. I'm done. That's short Jason. for Bravo fans. I, oh, sorry. I'm I'm new to this whole like reality TV thing. So for me, I'm like sitting there like God, I got to go to the bathroom. And, like... We want our people with Andy Cohen for a minimum of
0: 17 hours. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm I get new, mad I'm when Andy t- Andy Cohen will tweet out like. Um, just got wrapped filming a 18-hour day. I'm like, you should have been there 19. <laughs> <laughs> I need more time. And Vanessa was doing a lot at the reunion when she was like, kind of crying, wasn't she?
1: Um, I will say it was very therapeutic at that reunion. So like, every I feel like some people were kind of crying. Like and like, I don't. What do you make of Vanessa? No, she's great. She was, she was always nice to me. I'll say that she was always sweet to me and always treated me like with respect and never like was snappy or nothing like that. So from what I hear, so
0: was she snappy with production?
1: Not that I saw. I'm I'm over here, I'm over here focusing on like trying to get married within 10 days. So it's like Vanessa, thanks for the support. Like we're good. all I would have been if I was a contestant. I would have just been thinking about Vanessa's knife photos. Do you remember those? Yeah. I don't even know about those. She
0: took some very risque knife photos with Lindsay Lohan and possibly a bag of c*****. (laughs) We're not sure. (laughs) But that's all I would have wanted to know. Okay, Mark, before I let you go, what are you up to now? Your personal training, where can people find you on social media? Do your...
1: Promote your shit. So... (laughs) Thank you. I'm a, I'm a group fitness instructor at Soul Society Fitness, not Soul Cycle. People think I'm like a cycling instructor. I'm like, no. Nah. Um, but Soul Society, it's a group high-intensity interval training. Uh, it's kind of like similar to Orange Theory where you're doing treads, bikes and rowers, and weights in the weight room. But I'm also going to be doing a, – there's a lot of stuff coming up that I want to do with events where I'm – it's just not going to be – it's going to be me. So follow me on Instagram. I'm going to be setting things up locally, whether it's different cities. But I just want people to understand that, like, you don't have to just walk in a big box gym and not know what to do. Like, group fitness is a way to, like, really kind of, like, have fun with a team of people that are all doing the same thing. doesn't matter what you And you're more doing.
0: importantly, I follow you on Instagram and you posted a shirtless workout video. <laughs> and that's reason enough. I, it Mark, was laundry day. It was laundry day. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming.